Hello and welcome back to Equity, the TechCrunch podcast, where we unpack the numbers and the nuance behind the headlines. It is December 5th, 2022. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very beginning of the end of year doldrums. Woo, it's going to be fun. The good news is that right now things are still happening. The bad news is that it's increasingly likely as the year comes to a close that huge interesting news will be a little bit sparse, but still a lot to talk about. Well, we're going to start with a look at the world of money, and that means we have to talk about stocks. And I have good news for you this morning. You're welcome. Stocks are ripping higher in Asia and especially China on news that the country's government is making some steps towards easing its COVID-related zero-tolerance policies. Now, why is this happening? Well, lockdowns stemming from the Chinese government's hardline COVID posture had led to massive economic and social disruptions in the populous nation, not things you want to see if you are a one-party government. Why does it matter? Well, it goes without saying that the fact that the start of what could be the end of COVID-0 in China coming after mass unrest in the nation should be remembered. And it also comes after troubling manufacturing data and other production-related metrics showing a hobbling of the Chinese economy. So pressure eventually built and pressure eventually had an impact. In contrast, shares are mostly lower in Europe today and here in the U.S., shares are lower in pre-market trading. Looking around the world of American financial news, well, those people are already thinking about next week's Federal Reserve meeting that could see interest rates rise at a slower pace than in recent central banking decisions. And then there was crypto. Not much to report here, I'm happy to say. Crypto prices remain depressed compared to levels set earlier this year, that there has been some modest recovery in the price of certain assets. And, and by the way, when I say not much to report, woohoo, I don't mean that I'm glad there's bad news. I'm just glad there's less news because crypto has been a little bit busy lately. Anyways, back to the price changes. Bitcoin is over the $17,000 mark this morning, up from 16000 a few days ago and a little bit lower before that. More or less Bitcoin up a little bit, but nothing crazy. And now that it's December, I do also want to check in again on crypto startup fundraising to see what we can learn. Last time I checked on that a couple of weeks back, it showed a slowdown, but with more data, are we going to see the same thing? We'll find out. Next up, a section of news that I'm calling bad tech news slowing, question mark, which should tell you what we're about to get into. First up, China. News that China could be working its way towards an eventual reopening is something that investors are incredibly excited about. After the weekend's news drips and drabs from the nation, shares of some of its beleaguered tech giants are racing higher this morning. Looking at the American markets only, shares of Chinese online video giant Bilibili are up 16% in pre-market trading. Shares of e-commerce giant Alibaba are up about 4.5%. Baidu, China's Google, if you will, is up around 5% in pre-market trading. And Tencent, you know, videos, games, etc., up about 6%. Now, these one-day gains do not cover all historical losses, but they do matter quite a lot for a tech industry stapled to the world's second largest economy. And after Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said last week that the American Central Bank will possibly slow the pace at which it raises interest rates, domestic tech companies breathed a sigh of relief. Why? Well, regular sharp changes to the price of money had caused competing asset classes to tech stocks to take on new shine at the detriment of tech valuations, while also pushing up the value of the dollar, harming the growth rates of tech companies from Box to Microsoft. Now, slower rate rises would make tech stocks more attractive in comparative terms, and a potentially slightly less strong dollar 
would help the growth rates of any tech company that sells internationally in local currencies. Throw in the fact that the US economy is continuing to expand and add jobs, and things just don't look quite that nasty. Hey, there's some good news early in the morning. You're welcome. Next up, some brief startup news for your fine Monday morning. Five days before its December 10th deadline, Circle, the company behind the popular USDC stablecoin, and its SPAC partner have called off their merger. Now, this deal was announced last year, so you might recall it. It was also amended earlier this year to a higher $9 billion valuation, and now the deal is off. Now, Circle will persist, as will USDC, but let's be entirely honest. A crypto company going public today via a SPAC sounds about as appealing as grilled roadkill served over a bed of gravel with a lighter fluid flambe. And funding rounds are still getting done. Side note, I have a little funding round story going out tomorrow about a cool company that I have been covering for some time, so check TechCrunch.com for that. But on the site this morning is Giraffe360, all one word, which sells a, quote, robotic camera that enables real estate agents and brokers to generate high-resolution photos of properties, floor plans, and virtual tours just snagged $16 million. Now, the company caught my eye because it raised $4.5 million back in 2020. It's nice to see a company actually make it across the 2022 venture capital slowdown in one piece. And frankly, I'm a little bit shocked. I didn't know people were still buying houses. I thought that was over. And then writing. I, like everyone, have had a good bit of fun mucking about with ChatGPT, the open AI-powered text generation service. Now, if you do give it a spin, you will quickly see why private investors are lining up to put capital to work in the generative AI space. It simply feels a little bit like magic. Indeed, investors are busy hunting up the next big thing, since we are now far past the onset of the internet, e-commerce, mobile, and social revolutions to business. This matters because if you put capital into the right next company riding the right next wave at the right time, you can not only make your fortune, but also, and this seems to be more important than ever in tech, your name. I think that ChatGPT is a good example of what people mean when they say that toys are a prelude to power. Mostly today, it's kind of a cool gimmick. You can have it write you a rap battle or an essay in the style of, I don't know, your favorite author. It's fun. It's neat. People like to play with it and share what they dig up. But we have seen with companies like Copy.ai is that it's possible to productize this sort of neat idea and turn it into a real company. And everyone wants a bite of that particular apple. So if you wanted to understand why all the crypto VCs now want to do generative AI, just go play with ChatGPT and then imagine a business model for something you can layer right on top. Alrighty, everyone, this is my last Equity Monday for the year and for a while. My spouse's due date is now less than two weeks from us, which means that I'm going to evaporate at some point rather quickly, rather soon. When? Well, we don't know exactly because it turns out kids do not let you know when they are actually going to arrive. But we do have our hospital and delivery bags packed and simply cannot wait to get on to the next chapter of our lives. But no matter when I do go away on parental leave, you are in great hands. Natasha and Marianne are going to be joined by Becca Skutak in early 2023 on this very show. Becca's like me, but smarter and knows more. So when the new year does start, you will not miss a beat on the equity front. We will not let you down. And also, we still have a lot planned for this year, including a bunch of stuff that I am going to be on. So if you need more of my annoying, droning voice and lame jokes, well, haha, we have weeks of material. And that is our show for this fine Monday morning. Don't forget, you can use the code equity on TechCrunch Plus to save a few bucks. And if you want to keep in touch with the show, we are on Twitter under the handle equity pod. 
And if you want to see me learn how to be a father, well, you can follow me on Twitter too. I tweet under the handle Alex. We're back soon. We'll talk to you then. Hugs. Bye. Equity Mondays are hosted by myself, Editor-in-Chief of TechCrunch Plus, Alex Wilhelm. We're produced by Teresa Locansolo with editing by Kel Keller. Bryce Durbin is our illustrator, Alyssa Stringer leads audience development, and Henry Pickovet manages TechCrunch audio products. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back next week.